0: This episode is brought to you by Kelly Corrigan Wonders. Have you ever wondered if knowing more is always good or if we can really trust our gut or maybe wondered how change actually happens? Well, when I have kind of big questions like these, I turn to Kelly Corrigan Wonders for answers. If you haven't heard of Kelly Corrigan before, she has written four New York Times bestselling books, and she was actually on this show last year to interview me, and it was one of my favorite episodes that we produced. Her weekly podcast, Kelly Corrigan Wonders, goes deep into conversations with people like Gretchen Rubin, Rain Wilson, Jen Hatmaker, and Kate Bowler about the number one driver of human happiness, meaningful connection to others, and how to get it. Kelly has a gift for sparking conversations that matter, ask great questions, and her show is such an enjoyable one to listen to. I'm so glad we have her in the podcasting world. Subscribe to Kelly Corrigan Wonders wherever you're listening now. Merry Christmas and the happiest of holidays to you, my friends. You are listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. I'm Kendra, and I'm here to help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't Today's episode is episode 44, The Lazy Genius Bakes for the Holidays. We're literally a week away from Christmas Day, so my guess is you've done some baking already. But today we're getting back to the heart of things. I will mention a few baking tips and have tons of practical resources in the show notes, which you can see in um, this episode's info section in your podcast app or at the slash lazy slash holiday baking. But right now I want to focus on why we bake at all and why if you haven't baked anything yet, or if it hasn't been as fun as you hoped that that's okay. When I started um, gathering my thoughts for this episode, I of course Googled holiday baking tips just to see like the general conversation. Y'all, it was so intense. Everyone is making lists. They're buying all the eggs and cleaning out their pantries and essentially coming at holiday baking like it's a science fair project. I could not find the soul, I couldn't find it. It was all recipes and tips, um, like from professional chefs on the proper temperature of butter, nothing about community or tradition or the reason we bake at all. If we are driven by our shopping lists and finding the perfect recipes, I'm afraid we're gonna miss the moment we are so desperately trying to create with our holiday baking and with anything around the holidays. So can we just talk for a minute about the soul of baking? especially now. It is not the sexiest topic. I totally agree with that, but I think we lose something really beautiful when we distill it down to just the best gingerbread recipe. Okay. So can you guess what I'm going to ask you? So we get started. Anybody who's been listening for a while, you have any guesses? Why, why do we do this? Why do we bake around the holidays in the first place? We always need to ask why my gut answer is because everyone always has. Um, It's just something you're supposed to do, right? I did some research actually into the history of the Christmas cookie like tradition specifically and what I learned it reminded me of the deepest reason we share food sharing food is a way of sharing life Um, if you look back even to like medieval times the practice of making and then sharing baked goods that were flavored with highly prized ingredients it was a way of sharing life together feasting and celebrating in a way that really could not be done other times throughout the year time wouldn't allow it money wouldn't allow it resources wouldn't allow it now we can bake whenever we want and if we don't want to bake we can buy whatever we want we can buy from like a bakery we can buy high quality treats from a bakery we can buy Oreos at the store so desserts don't provide the same function they once did Um, they aren't reserved for celebrations or baked with great care because ingredients are scarce. They just are. Desserts just are, which sometimes is wonderful. But for this conversation, let's kind of examine why that might not be so great. Uh, If we recognize that holiday baking began in order to share life and to celebrate by generously baking with and sharing like prized ingredients, um, and then giving those things away, it puts it back into perspective, at least for me, it does. So here's the thing. If you haven't baked anything yet for Christmas and frankly, don't really want to, you don't have to, you don't have to. Holiday baking is not something you have to do, despite what the internet says. In fact, it's become so diluted in its original purpose that if you don't enjoy it or connect with the deeper reason behind it, you kind of have a leg up um, by getting to completely say no to a holiday tradition that's taking you away from traditions you actually wanna make time for. So you don't have to do it. If you don't wanna do it, you don't have to. But if holiday baking is something you want to make time for, even in these last couple of weeks, let's have a fresh, renewed perspective. You have two things to consider, just two. The process and the product, okay? The process of baking, it really might be the only thing. You spend a morning with your family baking. It doesn't matter what. You gather with friends for a cookie swap. You reluctantly put aside your tendency to hover and let your kids make a giant mess decorating cookies, shaped like Christmas trees and candy canes. That one is for me. I have such a hard time letting them go crazy and make a mess because I want it to be done a certain way. But the process matters. That's the whole point is the process. And sometimes we forget that. We get too focused on making it happen from a scheduling and planning perspective. And then we forget about the life and soul behind it. It's about so much more than starting with a clean kitchen and having a comprehensive shopping list. So you don't forget a single item or having the best decorative boxes to package up all your treats. Sadly, that's pretty much all the internet gives us recipes and plans. That's it. And then we forget the life and we forget the soul. We forget the process. So remember that just doing it is a celebration. And the second thing is the product. You might have um, some treats that you make just at Christmas time. They literally make no appearances otherwise. That matters too. Our family doesn't make Buckeyes, those chocolate, the peanut butter balls that are dipped in chocolate. We don't make those any other time other than Christmas. And that means that they taste like Christmas time. Now honestly, I I like to do baking alone, like holiday baking by myself, it's like therapy. Um, the process of sitting in a dimly lit kitchen with music playing and everybody's kind of in bed, nobody's around, that actually gives me life. It really, really does. Um, and so I just want you to know that like, even though I like to bake with people and you might too, I wanna give you permission that your process and your product, they don't need to look like what you think they should look like. But I do think that if neither of those two elements are essential, right? If the process is comprised and you're just making another cookie that you can make any other time, right? You don't put any sort of like um, special value on the actual product, then the holiday baking experience, it's gonna fall flat and it's gonna leave your soul feeling kind of wonky. We can't help but go into situations with expectations. That's just the way it is, even if we try not to. And if you have holiday baking as another box to check without giving any thought to the process or the product, you will be bummed and tired, and then resentful of a huge plate of treats that you'll think will only make you fat, right? Isn't that what we do? Like we take out the soul from baking, and then we just add in guilt. That is the worst recipe, you guys. Oh my gosh, let's not do that, please. So today, it is December 18th. It's the Monday before Christmas. In the show notes, I have tons of practical holiday baking tips. I adore baking. I have a lot to say about it. So I will not leave you hanging. But here, this moment, this week before Christmas, I wanna remind you of the soul behind your choices. Why are you celebrating the way you're celebrating? What is important to you about Christmas cookies? Do you give plates of treats away because you're supposed to, because you always have? When you drop off the cookie plate at your neighbor's house, do you look them in the eye and ask a question about them, about their lives, or do you just leave? I totally just left, but the point is connection. The point is sharing life through food with the people around you. That's why I love food so much. It's so ordinary, but it taps into one of the most soulful soulful parts of us. Sharing food is sharing life. So let's move into our, our holiday baking this last week with that mindset and hopefully the internet ways of prep and efficiency and I hate this part, the impressing your neighbor part. Like these will impress everyone. Nope, not into that, man. And all that will go out the window and it will leave you more settled in your soul. Because yeah, I don't i don't want to impress my neighbors. I don't want them to think that I'm so great. I want them to feel cared for. I Like wanting to make beautiful, tasty treats, it t- takes on a much different face when our focus is caring for people rather than impressing them when it's connecting with people rather than checking off a box. Now, if you are ready for tips and recipes and everything I've ever said about baking, you can go to thelazygeniuscollective.com slash lazy slash holiday baking, and I will have links to all the things. Favorite recipes, baking tips, a conversation I had with Jamie Golden from my favorite podcast, The Popcast, about baking. We also talked about um, hot guys because of course we did. Um, But there are some really great tips in that episode as well as in all the posts that I am sharing with you. But today is soul time. Today we need to think about the soul. Don't forget about the soul of holiday baking. It is way more important than having fancy cookie cutters. So remember, if you do wanna bake this last week, think about the process. Is it important? What's it about? How does it fill your soul and the people around you? Think about the product. Is what you're making, does it carry something special because you only make it at Christmas time? Or is it just another thing that you're doing? Let's not just do things just because without thinking, because everything that you say yes to without thinking about it, you have to say no to something else. And that something else might be quiet. It might be sleep. It might be reading a book on your couch. And those things sound really great right now, don't they? Because Christmas is crazy. Like even if you do all the right things, even if you plan and you are intentional, like it still can feel overwhelming. So, um, I mentioned this a lot last week and last week's episode about self-care, that a lot of things that are regular and ordinary that do give us life, we don't get to do because of just the natural busyness, even just a couple of extra things. It makes a big difference in taking us away from the things that matter. So let's not make holiday baking something that is steeped in guilt or Shoulds. Put the soul back into it or just don't do it. And that's okay too. Okay. I mentioned cookie cutters a second ago. Speaking of those, the lazy genius tip of the week is about cookies. Um it's to freeze your cookie dough. If you're using um cookie cutter like shaped cookies, like sugar cookies, decorating them, freeze them before you bake them. So roll out your dough, cut your shapes, and then put those shapes on the sheet tray that you're gonna put in the oven. Go ahead and put it in the freezer first. Because if you are making cutout cookies and you want them to keep their shape, um, putting them in the freezer for even just 15 minutes before you bake them, it helps them hold their shape a lot better because the butter, as it freezes, it gets hard, obviously, right? And so when it goes into the oven, it has to work harder to spread out because it's frozen. It has further to go, which means that your shape doesn't lose its shape. It doesn't sort of like get lazy and start to spread really quickly. So Um, what's great too is you'll get into a rhythm of like one sheet in the oven one sheet in the freezer and one being cut out it's a really lovely little cookie rhythm that leads to not spreading your cookies so pop those things in the freezer for 15 minutes before you bake them and you will see a difference in the shape of your christmas cookies so um i want to let you know before we go that i am taking next week off since it's christmas day i'm sure you understand that um but i will be back with an episode on new year's day because January 1st, man, that just feels like an exciting thing to be able to talk to each other on January 1st. Um, I'm really excited about 2018 and spending it with you here. And I, I sincerely hope that the rest of this year, these next couple of weeks is a real gift to you. So blessings to you and yours, my friends. And until next time, be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about things that don't. I'll see you next year. (laughs) I really should not have used that joke. It is so overused. I still have to say it. It's fine. See you guys next year.